The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast. Every NFL team has been in action, which helps us out even more as we get closer and closer to NFL Week 1. We know a lot of you guys wait until Week 1 to actually bet. By the way, if you're looking for a place to make your online wagers, head to betonline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1, the number one, to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today. Betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. He is Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. Only one. It's the it's the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. He won it back-to-back years. Check it out. Check it out. Look at it. Nobody else has done it. He's at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. He's the man. He had a solid year last year, NFL. I had a fantastic year. Hopefully we can keep it going this year again. I'm a former NFL offensive lineman. Ross Tucker played for five teams, seven years, know a lot of players, know a lot of coaches, cover it closely, and love, love, love getting into these games and, and the action with you, Steve. And let's, let's start with this, okay? How much do you take – we talked about this a little bit last week with Cousin Sal, Steve. But how much do you take from – the preseason games and what you see? Well, I really try to focus on rookie quarterbacks, how they're performing, and quarterbacks that have changed venues and have gone on to a new place. So um, that is what my main focus is coming into preseason. Got it. Okay. And I would say, you know, so far, I mean, I'm going to talk about it uh, in depth. Steve, with, uh, with Greg Cosell on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Greg and I are going to break down all the rookie quarterbacks. But, you know, at first glance, Steve, they look pretty good, man. I, I don't know if that affected – did that affect any of the, the season win total numbers? I thought overall pretty darn good. Um, it does not affect the season win totals because Vegas hates rookie quarterbacks. So the fact that a rookie quarterback looks good – 
only will hurt a season win total typically because that quarterback becomes more likely to start more games. You know, I only like two of them. I, I thought that Mayfield, I gave an A. I thought he was phenomenal. Um, and Darnold was quite good. I gave him a B. Uh, I didn't like what I saw from Rosen. Um, and the Buffalo quarterback, um, I think it's he's got a rocket for an arm, Allen, but he can't. He's so inaccurate. Um, and Lamar Jackson, I think, is really struggling. Yeah, I, you know, I think for Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, my, my thoughts on them has just been that uh, flashes of brilliance, but, you know, you wonder how long it'll take to get to consistency, and obviously they shouldn't have it after one or two preseason games, but that's the question. I mean, that that's what separates, hey, that's an awesome flash of brilliance versus guys that end up becoming really good players in the league. Anything else? From the preseason that you thought was notable, Steve, whether it's, you know, Kirk Cousins and how he performed, even with that revamped O-line and how the Vikings looked, or conversely, how Case Keenum and the Broncos looked, maybe? Yeah, it's a good point. Both the quarterbacks only had four attempts, but just from the eye test, when you were watching that first quarter, it looked like Kirk Cousins had always been a Pro Bowl quarterback with the Minnesota Vikings. They looked, he looked so comfortable they looked so good. He's got immediate chemistry with Diggs. And contrast that with Minnesota's former quarterback, um, Case Keenum, who just looked completely uncomfortable and lost with Denver. Ross, that was as big a mismatch as we have seen in terms of the first quarter that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I had, I've been telling this story elsewhere, but I, I had people that texted me and, you know, a Broncos fan, buddy of mine, that said, uh, is it too early to fire Vance Joseph? And I got to tell you, Steve, we say that it doesn't matter, that preseason doesn't matter, but it certainly can continue a narrative. You know what I mean? Like, it can, it can certainly get fan sentiment and thoughts on the team going in one direction or the other, which I think does matter at times. I agree. I think you look at the Cleveland Browns. I know they had a great preseason last year, and then they were, had a horrible season. But I think it was important that the Browns came out and looked good in preseason to change the story, the culture of losing. And so they were successful in that. And so there's optimism around the Browns right now. I think the story behind Denver was that the issue was that the quarterback play had completely sandbagged them last year, and that was certainly logical. It did not help to see Simeon go through and torch his former teammates, their former quarterback. It makes you wonder if maybe it's not just the quarterback problems that are plaguing the Denver offense. So one of the things that we really like, and we've talked about it, is BetQL, which is available for download. It's the only app that puts all the knowledge you need to make smart bets in the palm of your hand. Quick access to injury info, line movement, public betting trends in real time. You can easily track all your action, which I like, with the My Picks feature. BetQL's powerful algorithm provides rated value bets every day based on detailed analysis of recent and historical team trends 
The best part is you can download BetQL for free on your Apple or Android device. Head to BetQL.co to download the only app you need to outsmart Vegas and the sports books. That's BetQL.co. It's brought to you by the creators of RotoQL, the daily fantasy lineup optimizer trusted by 100,000 DFS players. You can also download RotoQL for free for both Apple and Android. All right, so we're continuing our series here, Steve, where we get into division by division our thoughts. Um, although I will say this, before we move on to that, I, there's one other thing I wanted to mention, Steve, which is don't you think the Broncos are a good bet here in preseason week two under your um, uh, poor performance week one theory, got to come back in a major way week two preseason theory? Well, it certainly makes sense that you would expect a top performance from Denver, but um, the problem is it's that they're playing the Bears, who also are due for a good performance. They played in the Hall of Fame game, and they lost a heartbreaker, and then they lost a heartbreaker against the Bengals. So they're playing a team that's got two games under their belt that is 0-2 in the preseason. So both teams are teams we should be betting on. That means I probably pass. Uh, let's get to um, the NFC South now. I, I think it's probably, you know, the, I guess the Bucks have been downgraded a little bit, but I, I got to think it's still the best division in football, don't you? I mean, those three teams are pretty good, especially, you know, having two legit Super Bowl contenders in the Falcons and the Saints. Yeah, I think you're right. The AFC South is starting to look to be a better and better division with, uh, with luck back, but I would still give the nod to the NFC South as the best division. Um, and that's what we're getting into. So let's start. Where, what do you have, Steve? So we're going to start out, and I'm going to sound incredibly square because I like the top teams on this division and I hate the bottom team. New Orleans Saints, nine and a half wins. Like the Saints, love, love the fact that obviously the Saints have been a high-powered offense forever, but um, the fact that their defense has really come around and has played so much better. The Saints I have as my number six team at nine and a half wins. I think that that is doable. I would lean over nine and a half wins. Yeah, I'm going to lean over as well. Now, here's my question. How do you balance, Steve? Like, do you go through and look at their entire schedule? Or do you look at just, okay, I know what division they're in? Because I think the Saints have a, have a really good team. But they also, you know, are in a pretty tough division. Yeah, I go ahead and look at the overall strength of schedule for each team. But i got to be honest here, Ross. The... Strength of schedule in the NFL, I've never seen so much parity where, other than the teams like the New England Patriots, almost all the teams have fairly comparable strengths of schedule this year. And a big part of that is because the Saints really don't have that difficult a divisional schedule just because they don't have to play themselves. So if you take them out of the mix, their schedule all of a sudden is very manageable in the division. By contrast, poor Tampa Bay's divisional schedule is impossibly difficult because they don't get to play themselves. Right, right, right. You always point that out, which I think is a good point. I'm going to go – I'm going to um, 
So it's leaning over, but you don't feel strong enough about it to say, hey, let's, let's put units on it. The reason I'm not putting units on it is because the Breeze is a year older, and frankly, I don't think he's like Tom Brady, where he's going to be able to play into his early 40s at a peak level. He's in his late 30s, and there might be a year where he just falls off the cliff. And if you looked at the stats, he was in the bottom quartile in terms of his passes, how far they traveled. So the perception is it's a high-powered offense, which it is, but there was a whole lot of dinking and dunking and Kamara taking screen passes for 50 yards that really enhanced Breeze's overall production numbers. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go over. I'll, I'll put a unit on the over for the Saints. I, I, barring injuries, which is always a factor, I, I think that they're gonna get to, to double digit wins. I think they got a really, really nice team. Um, now, a lot of it will be dependent on, you know, in terms of the playoffs. You know how Marcus Davenport, this first round pick rookie that they traded next year's first round pick for. You know that that also tells me, Steve, that they really think they have a nice team this year and really think they have a chance to do something special. If you're going to go ahead and trade next year's first round pick to move up to pick number twelve to get a a pass rusher from University of Texas San Antonio. You really, really like your team this year because that tells me, number one, you think you're like a player away, and number two, you don't think you'll be drafting very high next year, so you're not as worried about it. Absolutely, and let's face it, Breeze has one or two max premium years left in him. There's no reason for the Saints not to go for it in 2018 and 2019. All right, let's get to the second team. So the Saints are nine and a half. You lean over. I'm putting a unit on the over. What's next? Next, Atlanta Falcons, they are anywhere from nine to nine and a half. There are some nines out there. You know what? At over nine, I'm on board. Two units over. I'm not sure that Atlanta isn't as good as the Saints. I've got both the teams ranked basically equivalent. Remember, they had the Super Bowl hangover last year the mother of all Super Bowl hangovers after the loss to New England, and they still had a fine year. Julio Jones, back of the end zone. They had the Eagles um, in a game that either team could have won, coin flip at the end of the year on the road. I think that was their fourth road game in five weeks. It was a terrible spot for them. They still almost beat the Eagles on the road at nine, absolutely over two units. Yeah, I think that the Falcons are as good as anybody. I, I'm, I'm, if we can get them at nine somewhere, I'm putting over two units as well. We felt this way when we went through the, the playoff odds as well. They were the only one in the plus money. I, 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 I want to know from you, Steve, what is Vegas not seeing? Like, what, what is going on here? Where they had like the 11th best playoff odds. They were the only one, you know, they were the first one in the plus money. Like what you and I agree, I'm putting two units on the over too. Give us a best bet, by the way, Bry. The best bet. So what do you think's going on here? Like what, what do you think they are seeing that, that we're not? Vegas doesn't trust them in the red zone. They're the number 24 team. They don't like Sarkeesian's play calling, but I'd come over the top and say, you know what? Can it possibly be worse this year 
than last year. So with the clear projection of improvements, you've got to like the Falcons. Got it. I'm with you. I, I, I think it's two units over, and I'm, I'm surprised that you can get them just at nine. I'm surprised they're in the plus money to make the playoffs. I mean, they, they have a really – I don't see a hole on their team. And they're getting guys locked up. They eliminated the distraction with getting Julio Jones in there. That's kind of bizarre to me. Real, really bizarre, in fact. All right, what's, um, who do we have next? Carolina Panthers, their season win had been nine, and I was leaning under. It's down to eight and a half. I think part of that is the um, the fact that Cam has been called out as being inaccurate during his career. And frankly, I still think he's a pretty darn good quarterback. He looks fresh to me. He looks healthy in terms of what I saw at his week one preseason action and Frankly, there's a huge difference between eight and a half and nine in terms of season wins. While I would have leaned under nine at eight and a half, I can certainly lean over for the Carolina Panthers. Um, so wait a minute. So the difference between nine and eight and a half is the difference with which way you lean as opposed to just saying, hey, I'm, I'm laying off this one? Absolutely. Because if you asked me what would what's Carolina's record going to be for the year, I would say that if I did a distribution function, I want to simplify things here. Um, they're going to win seven, eight, nine, or ten games in most years, and they're more likely to win nine or ten than to win seven or eight. So if if you look at that, you can see how powerful um, over eight and a half is profitable. But if I played over nine, now I only got one window where I can win with them winning ten games. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Um, interesting. So I think you mentioned nine to eight and a half because of the camp thing. I think it's because of the injuries they've had. I mean, they, you know, they lost their right tackle, Daryl Williams, who was second team all pro last year. They say he might come back later in the year. Uh, first of all, I doubt that happens. Second of all, that would be galactically stupid if it happened. I, I don't know why you would do that. Uh, for a guy that's in a contract year that had a dislocated kneecap, torn MCL, he needs to get surgery on that thing as soon as possible so he's healthy You know, next March when teams want to decide how much money to give him. That's, that's just weird to me. I hope his agent gives him better representation than that. And then they also just had Amini Silatolu, the left guard had to have surgery for a torn meniscus. That's not usually as long. But here we are, you know, for the opener at least, Steve, it looks like they're already down a couple of old linemen, and then they lost one of their corners, you know, and Ross Cockrell, who was going to be, you know, one of their corners. They're going to have to play some young guys uh, like Dante Jackson, who they're high on right now. But still, I don't know if they were expecting to play um, some of the guys they're going to play this year now some of the young guys with, you know, Ross Cockrell out. So I, I think that's why they dropped from nine to eight and a half, Steve. I think it's those, those three injuries already before they even got to the first preseason game. Yeah, that's a great point. And uh, because of that, I can certainly see us devaluing Carolina. But even if you, if you add up those guys together, well, maybe you can make a case with cluster injuries in the O-line. Um, mm-hmm. Possibly eight and a half is absolutely spot on. It's certainly I wasn't looking to go over on Carolina 
before. So I'll I'll go ahead and make it a a neutral selection for me here. I, I'm not going over eight and a half. Now I wouldn't be surprised if they got nine wins. Uh, ten in that division seems a little rich to me because I think the Saints and the Falcons both get ten. When's I mean you probably don't know off the top of your head, but when's the last time Steve? A team had a division had three teams with double digit wins. Well, that's easy. It's this division last year. Did Carolina get to ten? I didn't realize that. I for some reason I, I thought one got, of them was only at nine and Ross. seven. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, so then, here's what I would tell you. Here's my next thing. Then, Steve, what are the odds that it happens? Same three teams, both double digits, back to back years. That se- and then we don't know which team will suffer the injuries and not get there, but that seems to me to be statistically uh, a statistical outlier. Three teams, same division, back-to-back years, double-digit wins. Well, sure, but that's just because it's so hard to make it happen in any, in any one year that um, to, to try to find in a database those teams to do it in back-to-back years, it's going to be extremely difficult. But, it's, I mean, it's a great point that if you look at three teams with ten wins, you got to feel one of them's not going to get ten again. And since we are, we are high on the Saints and high on the Falcons, should have gotten a piece of Carolina under nine. I don't know how I missed on that. All right, let's get to um, let's get to the Bucks. All right, what, 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 where are the Bucks at now? Amazingly, the Bucks are still at six and a half wins. There's a little extra juice, vigorous on the under. Uh, I think that the reason they didn't drop further, they've always been six and a half with the suspension of Winston is just because Fitzpatrick is a very capable backup. Vegas and myself feel it's only about a one and a half point downgrade. But frankly, I'm down on the Bucks, Ross. I think that um, the chemistry is all messed up. Winston is not the face of the franchise. There's ambiguity about his long-term future. And this team's defense gave up six yards per play. That was the worst in the NFL by 0.3 yards versus any other team. So with major concerns about their chemistry, major concerns about their defense, a very limited home field advantage for the Buccaneers and that ridiculously difficult strength of schedule and division Buccaneers under six and a half, two units. It's really interesting to me that the Winston uh, suspension had no impact. And so Vegas thinks Winston's a point and a half better than Fitzpatrick. I mean, just by that, that should tell you that he's not a guy you want to give a 25 to $30 million a year contract to, right? Yeah, well, part of it's that Vegas actually likes Fitzpatrick. They feel he's a borderline starting quarterback himself. But, yes, yeah, certainly um, – if you compare yourself to a borderline starter, you should be a good three points better if you're going to get a $20-plus million contract. Uh, I don't know that I feel as strongly about it as you. Um, they could get to – wait, it's six and a half? Yes. Yeah, they could get to seven wins, but I'm with you. Now, I will say this in, fa- in their favor. I-, I did like bringing in Ryan Jensen at center. They brought in Pierre Paul, a defensive end, Vinnie Curry, a defensive end, Vita Vea and Bo Allen, a defensive tackle. I mean, they really invested in that D-line this offseason, so that gives them a chance. But I'm going to go two units on the under also. This feels like an implosion waiting to happen. 
I think Cutter and the GM are both on the hot seat. Jameis is on the hot seat. The division's tough. He misses the first three games. Their schedule's brutal. They could easily go 0-3 those first three games. And then that's tough to come back from. You know, 0-3, then to get to seven wins after you start 0-3, yeah, good luck. I'm with you. Let's get another best bet on the board. I love it. Two units, bucks under six and a half. The best bet. So I'll tell you another best bet, by the way, Steve. And I don't know if you and I have talked about this. Keeps.com. So I'm losing my hair. It's not a big secret, but I am. I've been for a while. What I've done, though, is I've taken matters into my own hands. There are two FDA-approved hair loss products. One is topical. You rub it in on the top of your head in the morning and the night. The other one is a pill you take in the morning. And I'll say this. I don't think I've lost any more hair since I started doing that. Since I started doing those two things, I've kept what I got. And that's basically what they can do. I, I don't know many of these things that actually grow hair back. But they can keep what you've got. And now Keeps.com lets you do that so much better than before. Before, I'd have to meet with my doctor once a year. I'd have to get the two prescriptions. I'd have to go pick them up um, at, the, at, you know, at the pharmacy. It's a pain in the butt. Now at Keeps.com, you fill out a little info, it takes two minutes, take a picture, boom, they send it right to your house. I just got my latest shipment, which is awesome. So, so convenient. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to Keeps.com slash even money. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash even money. That's a free month of treatment of Keeps.com slash even money keeps hair today hair tomorrow i'll be using those dudes forever um yeah awesome speaking of awesome steve what what are your awesome preseason week two bets i know usually that's a big week for you yeah i look at zero and one teams facing one and oh teams no coach wants to go zero and four in preseason once you're zero and one you don't want to be staring at zero and two and the possibility of the media being on you to have to win in weeks three or weeks four. Um, I also look at quarterback rotations and histories of coaches and the like. And the one play that stood out, the 0-1 team that I think I like the best, the Miami Dolphins right now, catching plus three and a half points at Carolina. That would be an investment, I think, that is worthy of putting some money down on. Um, All right. I like it. You talked about that before the preseason even started. Let's get to an email. We, 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 uh, remember, if you ever want to email and, and have a question specifically for Steve, just take advantage of any of the, the sponsors that you hear on the show. Download the BetQL app or sign up at keeps.com slash even money like I did or bet online or whatever, and then we'll read and respond to your question right here on the show. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address ross at rostucker.com. After you take advantage of one, that's where you send the email question. Ross at rostucker.com. This comes to us, Steve, from the Fuffer R. White. That sounds like a made-up name. The Fuffer R. White. Anyway... Um, by the way, in my wife's family, Steve, just as an aside, they, they don't like the word fart. 
So her family doesn't say fart. Instead, they say foop or foof when someone passes gas. So I'm wondering if maybe this is someone that knows that or knows my wife's family. But I think fart is too harsh or too guttural sounding of a word. So it's foop or foof. So anyway, you know, if you ever want to place a bet on something, Steve, that's, that's, that's some inside info for you. I'm taking copious notes. <laughs> All right. So uh, Fuffer R. White says, stumbled across you and Steve talking shop. I'll be tuned in for the season. Welcome aboard, Fuffer. Make sure everybody's subscribing to this bad boy. By the way, you can get a chance to ask Steve a question just by rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. That counts as well. So he says, and I don't know if this is a question, if we're getting trolled or what, but he says, how often does weather come into play? I've made some pretty good money taking the under on tough conditions, i.e. high winds or big rain, more so with college, any input. And, and maybe, maybe, Steve, he's not trolling us, and maybe, look, this is the beauty of the legalized gambling and, and more people getting into sports, but obviously the weather's a lot of times a huge factor, right? Absolutely, and the reason it's a bigger factor in college is just there's so many more games. So with so many more sample size spots that weather can hit, you've got a uh, much better chance that it ultimately winds up impacting the game. And also, the NFL stadiums tend to be more um, elevation-wise. They're just they're, 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 the stands are built up higher. So although you'll catch some swirling winds, you won't get a wide-open stadium where if you get a good 30-mile-an-hour wind blowing through, it can absolutely wreak havoc with a college game more than an NFL game. And let's face it, with the college kids, their arms not being as strong as well, that pretty much eliminates their ability to throw the out pattern or to throw deep. Let's get to um, – yeah, so that, that – I mean, that's a big one uh, for sure. Um, my question is, at what point, Steve, after weather like that, is it no longer good? You know what I mean? Like, at what point does it just get bet down, the under get bet down so much that you got to bail? Is there a typical time frame for that? You really have to know what the exact weather is. Ross, talk to me about – all I remember is that um, – was it, was it the um, Indianapolis-Buffalo game that you were at that um, – there was just no ability at all to move the ball through that um, just uh, whiteout blizzard, right? Correct. Yes, that was absolutely crazy. I mean, holy cow, man! Um, it's uh, it was, and it happened in an instant, Steve. I mean, it was like twelve fifteen, no snow, twelve forty five. Six inches. Like, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. So, yes, weather can have a major factor, which is why you should be paying attention to the weather before you go to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and use the promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today. So, whether you want to take our best bet advice from the day, or whether you want to take Steve's preseason bet advice, no matter what you want to take, it's time, dudes. It's time to start winning money with Steve and I. 
betonline.ag. Use the code podcast1, just the number one, so you get that 50% sign-up bonus today. Betonline.ag is your online sportsbook experts. All right, Stevie, we're bringing this one home, man. We only have two more divisions to go, NFC North, NFC West. We might have a guest next week as well as we're kind of alternating when we have guests and when we don't. Uh, which one do you want to do next week? Do you have a preference? You pick it, Ross. You want to go west? Let's go, let's, go, uh, let's go to the north. Let's go to the north next week. Um, talk a little Vikings with their O-line issues, and we'll talk uh, Green Bay. So we'll go to the north next week, and we'll wrap up out on, uh, on the west coast, which will be awesome. That'll do it, by the way, for today's Even Money podcast. Can't tell you how much it means when you guys do one of two things. Spread the word via social media with a retweet of Steve at Fezzik Sports or me at Ross Tucker NFL or even the, the, the program's handle at RTF Podcast for all of the RT Media shows. Or a like when I post this on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Or just rate and review the show. Either way, you are doing your duty. That is paying us back for winning you guys money. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.